Hey, welcome to the Center of the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And today we're just rolling the dice. I mean, I'm walking into the studio blind. I don't know what we're talking about, A. And B, Gypsy's not wearing her thunder jacket. So let's just see how this works out. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, I was reading scripture this week. That's good. That's good. That's good. Sometimes there is a verse that just, you know, it's like God takes his spotlight and just shines a light on it. Like, ding, 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 ding. Pay attention to this one. And this week, it was Ezra 10.4 for me, Mm. which in a nutshell is, this matter is in your hands. Rise up. We will support you. So take courage and do it. Just do it, baby. Just do it. Not to take too much from Nike. but Right. We, <laughs> we don't need your Nike. I loved this formula. And we don't have time to go into a ton of background with like, you know, where Ezra was and what was going on. But so we if get you're t- like me, go read that chapter. If you have an idea what this is about, we'll have to go back and read that this week. Okay. Yeah, and it and it kind of flows in from Chronicles as well. So it's just kind of a continuation. So you have lots of work, homework you can work on. Um, but I love the first thing, rise up. And the reason that this struck me was because um, in the previous chapter, if you, re- if you read that, which is why it's so important to understand context in the Bible, uh-huh. we know he was like kneeling and crying out to God. Ezra. Ezra was. So where had he been that he needed to rise up? He had Mm. been on his knees in a posture of prayer and like, I totally give up. And humility. Yeah. And humility. Like, I got nothing. Help me out. Throw me a bone. I need, I need you, God. Mm. Mm. I love that. So rise up. I love rise up. So we do need to rise up. We, but before we do that, we need to take that posture before the Lord Gotta have somewhere to rise from, people. <laughs> yeah, other than rise biscuits, which I will say are real good. They're real good. So mm-hmm. they're chicken. And they're not even a sponsor. That's just extra for y'all today. <laughs> anyway, then it says, This matter is in your hands. I love this because there's so many times, and we've talked about in previous podcasts, like not your job, but sometimes it is your job. Oh, and sometimes that job is so hard and I don't want that job. Exactly. I try to give it back to God a lot. (laughs) And he's like, still knocking, still knocking. Okay. So are we going to go into this later or like, do you want to finish the three and then we can get into this one? Cause I can tell you about a lot of times I was trying to give it away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll go through the Okay. Okay. So he could have, Ezra could have totally washed his hands of what the Lord was calling him to do. Like, but that's not what leaders do. Leaders who are listening to God. Mm -hmm. Leaders, and as we've said before, we are all leaders. Leaders of our family, in our communities, you know, in our households, at our churches, wherever. We're in our friend groups. We're all leaders as women. And it says then, we will support you. Again, we've talked about this. I love how this has basically taken all of our previous podcasts uh-huh. and it's putting it into one thing, one just total conglomeration of just good truth from the Lord. Nobody can lead without support. We need our people. Oh, we need our people. We need people supporting us, encouraging us, praying for us. And then it says, so take courage. 
because just like Ezra, Ezra, (laughs) I didn't do my mouth warm-ups. Ezra was afraid. So are we. And we get so buckled down in fear. So in a nutshell, I mean, let's just talk about some of the things that hold fear can hold us back. Oh, fear of the unknown, fear of the known, fear (laughs) of what we are lacking, Fear of what other people are going to think. Fear of what other people say behind our backs. Fear of not being enough. Like good enough, smart enough. And if that, if fear is a thing, especially the ones we're just speaking of, just go back to Screw All of You, which was just a few podcasts ago. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Again, how cool is it that the Lord put this scripture and it is like all these things. And so what what we'll do is go back for each of these. Rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you. So take courage. We will put podcasts, our previous podcasts that kind of cover these topics on a deeper level um, beside that in the notes. But the last part and do it. Just do it, man. I mean, at the end of the day, nothing matters if you don't do it. Nothing changes. Nothing gets better. We don't move forward. Nothing changes if we don't do it. Take action. I mean, follow through. Step on the fear and take the action. I mean, what does that look like? This can be simple, small steps. Mm. If you're in college and you're failing a class, then you need to take some action. (laughs) Yes. So let's talk about what some of those things could be that you just need to do. You need to email a professor. You need to ask for help. You need to get a tutor. You need to find a friend in the class. These are things, but you have to do it. You cannot just complain about it, cry about it, stress about it. I mean, do those things, but then get over yourself and do something. That's right. And if you can't, then find some support to help you get there. So what if you just have been told that um, you are no longer eligible to play a certain sport for Mm. whatever reason. Mm. Go ahead and cry about it because that's hard. Like we don't want to minimize how hard these things are. We don't want to minimize our emotions. And I was thinking about that earlier in this week. Um, Just because someone hasn't validated your emotion doesn't mean you're not feeling it. Like not everyone's going to feel it to the amount that you feel it, right? To the length that you feel it, to the depth that you feel it. Um, So don't wait for someone else to validate it. Go ahead and have those feelings, but then do something about them. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck in a very toxic cycle. That's right. And And don't forget, like we, Ezra, just like Ezra, he was at his wit's end, on his knees, crying out to the Lord. We're not saying skip that part, but we're saying <laughs> once you once you do that, you have to rise up and you have to take courage and it takes work. It takes hard work and it doesn't and it's not fun and it's challenging, but we have to do things in order for change to happen. And sometimes it is forgiving someone who doesn't deserve forgiveness. Sometimes it is saying I quit this volunteer job or this job and I'm doing this other thing now or I'm doing nothing. I'm going to do self-care because this is important for me and my season right now. Yeah. What is it that you need to do that you need to rise up from the ashes from Mm. 
work through, find your support system, all those things. But what it, what kind of action do you need to take? It's funny because this coincides with what I was reading today in my um, quiet time. Of if course, you will. it does. Um, That's how God works, <laughs> right? Uh, the the verse that was highlighted was just Exodus six one. And it says, then the Lord said to Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh is what the whole sentence is. Um, and it says, because of my mighty hand. Mm. So I had to go back and go, well, now what happened right before this? And to no surprise, Moses was in front of God saying, God, what do you want me to do? I did what you asked. Like his hands were open with like thrown up in the air. Like, what, what do you want me to do, God? And God was almost like, well, I'm so glad you asked. Now that you asked, let me show you what I'm going to do. <laughs> I love that. There's, there is a scripture, and I cannot remember it right now, and I'm not even going to try, but it says, not by my power, nor my might, but by yours, mm. God. And that is one that I love because it is not our power and might. It takes a lot to do it, to take the action. You know, maybe it is to initiate in your marriage some healing. Um, maybe it's to initiate a romantic night. You know, instead of leaving it to the other person, maybe the action is putting aside, you know, your pride and being humble and doing something, you know, that you wish the other person would do, whatever that is, and doing it yourself. That takes courage. That takes power and might. And, you know, I'm going to say from just on that topic specifically, sometimes we don't want to do it. But the reason we don't want to do it is because we fear rejection. Mm. And so it's a matter of digging in and seeing why you're hesitating to do that. Right. Take control of the situation. And it's not really control. But, you know, take it by the take the bull by the horns or back to farm animals or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and. Do it for yourself, knowing that that's what you want. Like God can place it on your heart and he needs you to be the act. You know, you need to do the action, not the other person. And God will use you um, engaging in the action to change the other person's heart. But until you step in and do what you're going to do, God can't do his part. Somebody has to humble themselves to take the first action sometimes mm. before a cycle can be broken. Yeah. You know, in, in whatever relationship or situation that you're dealing with. And I think besides rejection, we also deal with the fear of failure. Okay, so I need to take this action and I'm going to do it. But what if it doesn't work? Well, oh my gosh, how do you know unless you try it? Yeah. And then like, oh my gosh, if you get to the root of what if it doesn't work, what you're really wondering is what are people going to think about me? Uh, who cares? Right? <laughs> Here's what I recently said to someone. <laughs> I feel like you're getting ready to like replay one of our conversations. I can't wait to see where this goes. <laughs> I said, look, because I offered some advice. It wasn't you, Melissa. Okay. Uh, I offered some advice and I got, it won't matter. They won't do anything. They won't be helpful. It just because they're, you know, a butthole. And I was like, okay, other words may have been used in the conversation. Oh from my the gosh. Other so let me guess. They were making assumptions. And when you make assumptions, you're making an ass 
Which is in the New King James Version 87 times. Yeah, like 87 times. times. <laughs> Out of you and me. So, exactly. So, I say to the person, you assume all of those things, but you will never know and it, <laughs> until you actually do something about it. And if that is how they respond, then you have evidence of that response for when you need it and you need to explain to someone else the predicament that you're in. So if you won't do it for any other reason than to prove yourself right because you're so stubborn, then do it. <laughs> if that's what it takes. But we can't assume. We cannot. It's not fair, first of all, to the other person on the other end if we are already deciding how they're going to respond. And they may respond exactly how this person thought they may do exactly what she says. Correct. But they may not, but they may not. And you have to try. We have to try. And this is, we can do hard things. This is what I say. You can do hard things. Mm. And some things are harder than others. This seems really, you know, this is a simplified version of, you know, hard things in life. Okay. So I'm going to spring something on you. Okay. Do it. So, you know, I'm now second guessing whether or not I should have taken action yesterday. So let's go ahead and bring it to the fruition, to the forefront of our minds. Great. I was at Panera with my two boys and we were sitting outside because it was a lovely day. Okay. And there was an older woman, probably in her seventies, you know, I'm very alert. So I pay attention to lots of things. Because someone might stab her. Correct. (laughs) Sometimes I get a good show. But anyway, so this older woman who has been working at Panera since 6 a.m., I know this because she was getting off at 2, which means you had the early shift, right? Oh, So she comes walking out of the door, and she is motioning and trying to speak to someone that's in the parking lot. And she's like, come here, come here. And one by one, three of her grandchildren came to her. Um, And then comes this feisty angry, I want to call her a Karen, but that's not fair, Karen's um, woman. And she is just blah, 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 expletive, expletive to this speaking to the older lady. Okay. And she is like, thanks a lot. You just had three young children run across a parking lot when you could have walked your (gasps) donkey butt across your lazy donkey butt across to talk to me. And she's screaming this outside. Everyone can hear. To her mother. Clearly, it's her mother. Oh, my god! So, you know, mm. that is a really sensitive spot for me. I don't have a grandmother in my life. You know, my mom has passed. And my boys are staring at me watching this unfold. Yeah, like, what are you going to do about this, mom? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Why? Like, I just want to go tell that woman, excuse me. You must be having a really bad day. But you do not. And I almost offered the old lady, like, do you need a ride somewhere? I'll take you home so you have to ride with that. You know what? Um, but I used all the special words yesterday. And so my youngest son was like, mom, you need to go and tell that woman about herself. You need to go tell her. You can't treat older people like that. You don't treat your elders like that. And my son really wanted me to go and advocate to this woman that was oh. in the suburban with these children. So she actually drug her children back to the car, leaving the elder woman. Cause she's like, I just wanted to buy the kids lunch. And so then the older woman Less, less flustered than I would have been, um, turned around and went back into Panera to order herself some lunch. And I guess these, these people were waiting to give her a ride. I'm not really sure. My son was go get her mom, go get her, go tell her about herself. And then I started to think, well, maybe she's having a really bad day. I don't know what else is going on in her life. Blah, blah, blah. 
and you know, she clearly, I, I made some really evil eye contact with her just to let her know, like I saw what she just did, but then I left alone. And my son was like, mom, she needed to hear from you. She needed to hear some truth. Mm. And I was like, do I need to get in the middle of that? Does it affect me? But that poor old lady. <laughs> so I think this is a good one. And I think now a days, <laughs> our current climate <laughs> that we all live in, that is awful. Um, there's a lot of anger out there. And um, it's unfortunate this was within a family. So I think what I may have done uh, is I would have spoken to the older lady. I would have gone in uh -huh. and said to the woman, like, I just wanted you to know that I'm sorry that you were just spoken to that way. And, uh, but you are loved and treasured by God. And like, I do weird stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and that's it, you know, because sometimes there's nothing that good that would come out of you speaking to someone at that point, like that angry stranger. Right. She may, she may have stabbed you. Like, girl, I would have been like, bring it on, girl. We're going to have a brawl <laughs> and we wouldn't be here to record today because we'd both be in jail. She has not gotten to her posture of um, prayer before the Lord and not ready to accept. And not, and not everyone is. And that's the thing to remember when you are called to take action. Um, just because you're called to take action doesn't mean that the other person is in a spot yet to receive it in the way that we hope they would. Mm. But that's not your job. Your <laughs> job is to take action when the Lord has prepared you and called you to do that. And it's about this, not to be selfish, but it's about what you and the Lord are doing in your heart. Uh-huh. You know, like, what has the Lord called you to do? We can't worry about what they're, how they're going to respond, but this is going to move you to the next place in your journey, your healing, your faith. Uh-huh. And it is about us sometimes. Well, I wish I, because I knew if I spoke to that woman, I just knew that it was not going to end well. It was going to be loud. She was very, very cruel. And I knew she was in not a, not a place to receive it, but I never thought go after that woman. Right. You know what I mean? And my boys were so focused on the offender, mm -hmm. you know? So, but Hey, I know she works at Panera. So I love this. And yeah. maybe this conversation, this whole topic today is you can still take action. You can still do something. You could still go back and do something kind for that woman. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you don't even say anything about what you saw yeah. that day, just taking her flowers and saying, I just wanted to do this for you today. You work really hard and leave it at that. Oh, you know? that's a great idea. Look at you. See? Or a journal or just something, a compliment even. Yeah. Yeah. Just so that she has the reminder from someone else in her life that even a stranger, that she's enough, that she's cared for, that she's adored. And I might even take my youngest son along who is so mortified and allow mm -hmm. him to give her the flowers because then he can see what it's like yes. to respond that way. Because trying to you know teach them that they can make a difference even at the age of nine years old is so important and empowering them. <laughs> it is. And I think that that's another little caveat to this in in relating to this formula and finding your people and then stepping out, talking about the fear, but seeking the Lord for your strength and then rising up 
and doing something about it and talking that through with your kids mm-hmm. and allowing them to that's so beautiful because we need to teach our kids this formula in life. And by doing so, we are teaching them and just I, through our actions. And I love it because, you know, my, my sons will know I didn't have the right answer. I didn't know what to do. So what did I do? I went and found a friend, talked with her about it. So you're not only, you're leading by example, which we always want, but having open dialogue about it so they can see that, no, I don't always know what the right thing to do is. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it's in the heat of the moment that it isn't the best place to respond. It's not the best time because that wouldn't have done anything for anyone except for escalate the situation. Yes. And then you just would have been on the news and nobody (laughs) would have seen Jesus in that. Yeah. I mean, I was literally trying to excuse it away because I saw there was a, like, you know, I'm very observant. So there was a suitcase in the back of her vehicle. Mm. So maybe she was trying to get to the airport or maybe she just got home from something. I don't know. I was like, what could make you respond this way? But then I remembered that pre-Jesus Melissa was not the kindest person to a lot of her loved ones. So then I had a little bit of like mercy for her and went out of the parking lot the other way. So I didn't shoot her any more daggers or tell her she's number one with my fingers. (laughs) Well, good for (laughs) you. That's a win. (laughs) Thank you. So this week we want to offer you a little challenge. Ooh. We want you to take a slip of paper, a note card, something, and write yourself a permission slip. I like permission slips. Me too. I I liked a lot when I was in school. I used them a lot. (laughs) I wrote some myself. Right? I mean, my mom. (laughs) Um, When it comes to fear so that you can overcome some of the obstacles so you can take action, write yourself a permission slip to be bold, to make mistakes. What's what are some more? Be bold, make stand up. Be weird. Yes. Yeah. Like be cry. Cry. I love that one. Feel the emotion. Um, I want to say stand up and the opposite is sit down because some of us feel like we're always having to stand guard. And mm-hmm. like when we're always standing guard, then we teach people they don't have to do it for themselves. And that is not necessarily our place. That's so true. And, you know, I think that I'm going to put Allison on the spot and say, um, we can put together a little permission slip. You can go to our website and print it off. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. Um, And then you can just have it and tape it to your mirror, whatever it is that you feel like God is calling you to, or whatever you think is really hard. Like for Mm -hmm. me, it's feeling all the things I don't want to feel. I just want to keep on moving. Um, Write yourself a permission slip, tape it where you can see it. Even if it's every morning, you can say, today I give myself permission to. Yeah. And maybe it's this week. I give myself permission to, you know, make mistakes, to say no, to say yes. Maybe you've been saying no too much and you need to step out and, and find some community. I give myself permission to (laughs) um, meet some new friends. I I don't know, but I want you to really take some time to think about it and print it out. And it may need to change every day. You may accomplish it or you may need to keep it for an entire month, Mm -hmm. but that is a personal thing, but we will give you a permission slip and think about that and then overcome it with your people and take some action. Now tell me one more time. It's rise up. Yes. You want the whole verse? No, I want that pretty one right there. Okay. It's just, yes. It's very short and sweet. Ezra 10, 4. This matter is in your hands. Rise up. 
We will support you. So take courage and do it. Girl, you got this. See you next week on The Center and the Saint.